What is up? Max here, the Celeb Talk Guy, and oh my god, guys, I am so excited. So please, if you don't want to hear, you know, my annoying high energy, you're probably better off skipping this podcast. We have so much to catch up on with just 90 Day Fiance updates and even some personal updates with, you know, my own stuff going on, which if you guys didn't know, I tested positive for COVID. So more on that in a minute. And lastly, if you guys did miss the big announcement, I am going to be on a Married at First Sight kickoff episode. So more on that later. We have so much to talk about. Let's not waste any more time and jump right into this one. Okay, so let's start off with the COVID situation. What is going on? I know I've told a handful of you guys on Instagram that yes, on, I want to say Tuesday, maybe actually Wednesday, I tested positive for COVID-19. I had no idea. I just, it was a complete fluke. Here is just the quick story, and then we can jump into the exciting 90 Day Fiance updates. But with my COVID story, basically, I was in Nashville the week before, and I was kind of out and about. I was trying to social distance my best. I guess that didn't really work, but I was trying to social distance. I was with my you know near and dear best friend cousin, my sidekick. We were out and about. I guess they must have picked up something there. But after Nashville, my cousin, he got, you know, close to someone that was exposed to someone that had COVID. So he got tested. Well, it happened to be that that same day that he got tested, I lost all ability to taste. Yes, a huge COVID-19 symptom. I didn't really know what to do. So I actually went and got tested. And ironically, I tested positive and my cousin did not. He was negative, thank God. So then, you know, my entire family, my friends and family that I was around, I had no idea that I had COVID. They went and got tested, and thank God they all were negative too. So it's just me, and now I am social distancing and isolating myself for the next, like, 10 to 12 days. And thank God I'm feeling a lot, 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 lot better. I have lost all taste. I still have no taste. I have no smell. I have a little cold. I don't know if you guys can hear that in my voice, but I definitely do have a little cold, but that is also getting better. Knock on wood, I haven't really been too short out of breath. My chest doesn't really hurt. I'm trying to actually exercise every day just to keep my lungs moving and pumping and everything. So, you know, at the moment, I think I am turning the corner. It's only been about a week or eight-ish days so far, so it might still be kind of early, but I do think I have a relatively mild case, I hope, fingers crossed. But I just wanted to give you guys an update that, yes, I tested positive, but I'm feeling better. I really appreciate the overwhelming support from all of you guys. I got just amazing comments, except from two people. Two people reached out to me on social media with really nasty comments. However, I'm starting to think that it might have possibly been from, uh, you know, maybe one some person from the last season of 90 Day Fiance, because surprisingly, I have drawn a lot of hate from some of the cast members from the last season of 90 Day Fiance, but more on that in a couple of seconds. So with COVID, I hope to God and knock on wood, and please give me your positive energy, your good prayers, that I can keep passing it, and you know we can just move on, and hopefully everyone stays healthy. So thanks for everyone for asking on that situation, and the reason I'm talking about this on this podcast instead of on YouTube is because on YouTube... YouTube is very strict about what you can and cannot say, and if you say just even the wrong kind of a word, any swear word, anything even relatively inappropriate, they immediately demonetize the video, and so I don't make any money on the video, and it's just kind of annoying, and it actually 
it hurts your channel. So less people can see my videos, which is the exact opposite thing of what I want to happen. I want everyone to see my videos and enjoy them and like them. But if I get even on any bit of inappropriate stuff where I swear or talk about any certain kind of negative topics, YouTube will demonetize the video. So COVID, I have heard, is one of these topics. I don't know why, but I heard that if you talk about COVID in your YouTube videos, the video can get demonetized. So just like that, I was like, well, I am not going to even mention COVID on YouTube. On the podcast, I don't care at all, so I can kind of say whatever I want. And that is why I am so excited to start doing this weekly podcast, so I can really just kind of speak my mind, speak my truth, and I don't have to beat around any bushes. I can just say what I'm thinking. So that is my COVID story. Fingers crossed. Hopefully, everything keeps going in this positive direction. Now, let's transition over to 90 Day Fiance. Guys, we had what by far one of the craziest seasons I have ever seen of this show. I mean, I have been watching 90 Day Fiance really since the start. And, you know, the past couple of years, I've aggressively, religiously been watching this show. I don't miss an episode, as I'm sure many of you guys are in the same boat. I know all you guys are, we're all big super fans. But this past season of 90 Day Fiance was something I have never experienced in my entire life. And I had no idea that it was going to be this case. I remember at the end of the season before with Tanya and Anna and Marcel. Do you guys remember that season if you guys watched it? And it was decent. It wasn't anything great. It was honestly kind of just boring. But I remember that when we started seeing the previews for the next season, I saw Ed on his little moped thing with Teddy in his backpack. And I did a I did like a review video on it. And Ed all of a sudden DM'd me on Instagram, which means he just direct messaged me. And he was trying to send me stickers and he was trying to do all this stuff. And I was like, God, that is so weird. The guy seemed like a nice guy. You know, he just seemed like a fun, playful guy. But he would not stop asking me if I wanted stickers, where he could send them. And I was like, God, dude, I appreciate it. But I don't have a mailbox. It's just kind of weird. So I never got any stickers from him. And I just ended that conversation. But now we fast forward to today. And Ed is like the talk of 90 Day Fiance. I mean, I'm telling you guys, I have friends from all over that are talking about 90 Day Fiance and they immediately ask me, what do you think of Big Ed? It is crazy. And so my thoughts from Big Ed and Jeffrey and Lisa, baby girl, freaking Lisa. I mean, they're all over the place. I have told you guys a lot of my real honest thoughts on YouTube but like I was saying earlier, you know, YouTube will demonetize you if you use certain words. So I really hold things back on YouTube. That's why I'm so excited to do some more updates and some more real live talks on my actual thoughts. So I wanted to kind of catch you guys up on where I still stand with this, this past cast, what I honestly, you know, think of everyone, and we can all kind of just catch up. Now, like I said, this past season was absolutely insane, starting off with the whole Jeffrey and Varia situation. Now, if I want to be completely honest with you guys, I can't stand him. I stood up for Jeffrey at the beginning of the season. If I'm going to be honest, I was just standing in the middle. These rumors were coming out like crazy about Jeffrey at the beginning of the season saying that Jeffrey, he beat up his ex-wives and he was violent. He was abusive. And everyone was asking me in the comments, what do you think of Jeffrey? But because I didn't do my own research, I didn't make any comments yet. So I was like totally not on his side, but I was just being neutral. And Varius seemed pleasant. But honestly, at the beginning of the season, 
season, Jeffrey seemed relatively pleasant. I mean, I didn't have anything against the guy at the beginning of the season, but as this season has progressed, I've studied more of these comments and these allegations saying that he, you know, used to beat up his girlfriends and blah, blah, blah. And of course, let me just make the comment. These are allegations. It's not for sure. I am not saying whatsoever that Jeffrey did beat up his past wives or girlfriends. I'm saying those are the allegations. And the more I read, the more I was kind of on the side of, geez, these kind of do seem real and true. But I could still see where Jeffrey is coming from because Jeffrey is still to this day claiming that, hey, I'm innocent and these were just made up and they're trying to set me up. So even still to this day, I was never saying that, hey, I am 100% set and sold that Jeffrey was beating up his, you know, past wives or whatever. I just kind of thought that, hey, it seemed kind of odd. That was it. But all of a sudden, Jeffrey has to come out and have some huge feud with me and Sherelle's world and without a crystal ball and sarcasm and soap dirt because we are reporting on all of this drama with everyone on 90 Day Fiance from Baby Girl Lisa and Usman and Jeffrey and Ed and David and everyone. So it's like, so now I'm just like, screw him. I'm over him. I don't even want to talk about him or Varya when everything was going down. Like when he got, you know, from, from what I could see, when he got taken off of 90 Day Fiance. Now, I was saying he got kicked off. He is saying that's not the case. But it's like from what we can see as just viewers, he is not on the show anymore. He wasn't at the tell-all. They removed all his clips from the 90 Day Fiance Pillow Talk episodes. Okay, if that is not being kicked off, then what is it? I mean, I don't think it was his choice to not be on the show anymore. Maybe it was, but I really doubt that. So when all that stuff was going on, I thought it was interesting because I've never seen that ever, ever happen on 90 Day Fiance ever, where they literally just stop showing someone's clips on this show. It was absolutely insane. So I thought that was interesting. I was covering it a lot, but after I started kind of getting some hate and some negativity from Jeffrey's side, I just said, forget it. And so I'm not even interested in covering, you know, what he has. And because listen, I think Jeffrey and maybe even Varia just went on this show for one reason and one reason only for fame. That is it. Now, maybe I'm wrong. So I'm not saying that's for sure. These are just my honest thoughts, but that is really what I think. Jeffrey, I've read a ton of comments that he is a quote-unquote actor, blah, blah, blah. The guy is trying to make it in, you know, the Hollywood. And hey, I don't blame him. I'm right there with the guy. But don't go on a dating love show just to become famous. That crosses the line. That is annoying. And then that, of course, you know, brings us to Ed. He's in the exact same boat. Ed was dying to become famous. If you guys ever go on his Instagram, oh my God, it's painful because all the guy's trying to do is sell his clothes and just act like he's some big famous person, which that's just not even the case. And the crazy thing about Ed is all of these allegations came out after that he was, you know, like he, that he assaulted a woman, basically. And that was the actual allegations that there was a woman that came out on TikTok that said that he assaulted her and it wasn't pretty. I saw an interview with her. It was a, you know, horrible comments that she made. Now, I don't, we don't know if they're true or not, but they were really bad comments. And it's the same thing with Jeffrey. Now with Ed, I'm still just sitting here like, dude, they wanted to become famous and they have God awful uh, backstories. Why are they on this show? 
And then if you really want to, you know, wrap in everyone, you can kind of throw in Lisa. I mean, that was just like the weirdest thing with her and Usman. Strangest couple I've probably ever seen besides maybe David and Lana. But I would say Lisa and Usman are just by far the most obvious, not real couple. And everyone's saying, hey, Lisa probably did, you know, actually love Usman, which, hey, maybe she did. But are you really trying to tell me that Lisa is that gullible where she really thinks that this Usman guy is madly in love with her? I mean, you have to be able to just see, hey, this guy only talks about coming to America. Clearly, he's not very into you. No offense, but that's just the case. That's what's going on. So it's like either you're gullible as hell or you're just trying to become famous too. And if I'm going to be completely honest with you guys, I think you could wrap Lisa and Usman into that just I want to be famous group with Jeffrey and Varya and Ed. And then I really do think Rose wanted to come to America. She wanted a better life. But I don't I don't think she was, you know, willing enough to and desperate enough to go after Ed. I really think Ed just isn't a good enough man for her. And I think she was really desperate, but Ed still was not a good enough man for her to do that with. And let me tell you guys what, that is saying something because I think Rose was extremely desperate. But my long story short, sorry for this, you know, long rant, but my whole point is we have all these couples on this show, you know, kind of minus David and Lana, but hey, even throw in Yolanda and the quote unquote Williams character, everyone on this season really just wanted to become famous. I mean, hey, even Darcy and Tom. Tom is a nice guy to me on social media, so I can't bash him. He made the comments about Darcy gaining weight. That was just like absurdly rude. I mean, that was just god-awful. I have an awesome mom, love her to death, and I mean, I couldn't even imagine a man calling my mom fat. It just like really sincerely ripped my heart to shreds. So to be in that situation as Darcy's kids, to hear, you know, someone call their mom fat on TV, ugh, that just really, that makes me not like Tom a lot. But Tom is nice to me on social media, so I can't bash him too much, but God, that was a low blow. But he, he did apologize, so whatever, not cool, but whatever. But we have Darcy and Tom. They're chasing fame. You can even throw in Avery and Ash. They're pretty much just chasing fame because now Avery, boom, she has a CBD company. So she maybe was trying to chase fame. Maybe not though, but Ash, shoot, Ash is a dating coach, an online dating coach. Well, of course he wants the fame. I mean, why wouldn't he want fame? So long story short, we have all these couples, probably not David and Lana, but we have all these couples that just went on the show for fame and it was entertaining. I'll be the last guy to say that this past season was not entertaining. If I'm going to be completely honest, it was probably one of the most entertaining seasons I have ever seen. And it was just kind of annoying, though, that, like, not one couple was for real. No one was actually trying to find love. Like, that was the, the worst part for me. I do like to see these couples fight for love. I love the drama, but it's still like, man, it's nice to kind of see a couple of these couples actually work and make it and be sincere. And as far as we can see, not one of them worked. The only couple that kind of, you know, was going to work was David and Lana. And that was a complete joke. And that was never even real. And there were Steph and Erica, which I know I've kind of just bounced over them by accident, but th they were a mess. I mean, I honestly, guys, I don't think... Stephanie is attracted to women, 
And it's something that I, I mentioned briefly on YouTube. I didn't get too in-depth on it. And, of course, we can't sit here and judge her sexuality. I don't know who she's attracted to, and no one really does besides her. But she didn't seem to have any physical attraction towards Erica. Maybe Erica just looked different in person. Maybe she wasn't really attracted to Erica in person. Who knows? But that was painful to see, guys. I mean, I just, I cringed every time they were on the show because I thought Erica was open to Stephanie physically. I think she was actually attracted to her physically. But, like, you know, emotionally and their personality-wise, I think Stephanie really, you know, was just a big turnoff for Erica and vice versa. It wasn't, it just wasn't going to work and it was super awkward to see. So those are basically my thoughts from the past season. It was absolutely insane. I know you guys, some loved it, some hated it. It was entertaining. And if you guys wanted to find more love, actual sincere love, well, now let's fast forward to the, the two current seasons of 90 Day Fiance that we have to watch now. Okay, so we have 90 Day Fiance the other way, and at first glance, it's decent. I think it's actually going to get pretty good. Um, Brittany and Yazin, they're the main couple so far, and they seem to have a 50-50, a fake couple. They seem to kind of have a fake relationship, but they also seem to kind of have some real drama. So I think they're going to be good. We have Jenny and Sumit. Okay, they're always good. I mean, they are bizarre. And I think they are seriously one of the last real genuine couples that also have drama. They are all over the place. They're crazy in a good way. We're not going to sit here and bash them. They are nuts, though. I mean, think of it. You know, Sumit catfished Jenny. Then she took him back. Then Sumit said, hey, actually, not only am I not the guy that I was messaging you as, I'm also married. And Jenny still took him back. So they are nuts. They're crazy. But I do kind of love them. We have Tanya and Sinjin. Oh, my word. Tanya got a lot of hate in her season. But, you know, I like Sinjin. I think Tanya and Sinjin, if I want to be completely bluntly honest with you guys, are lazy. That's the word, and I am screaming it from the mountaintops. They are lazy. I'm sorry, but I kind of actually like them both as a couple. I don't have anything against either of them. They just seem freaking lazy, but on the flip side, they go with the flow. Well, mainly more Sinjin than Tanya, but they do kind of seem to just be cool, floating around. They're just having a good time, which nothing wrong with that but they seem to be a bit lazier than most people. I mean, neither of them have a job. Sinjin is kind of bouncing around the idea of getting a bartending job, which it's like, couldn't he just get that? And, you know, it's like, just have his job. But he's thinking about it. And now with COVID going on, I'm sure that probably isn't even in the realm of possibility, getting a bartending job. So they are a mess. They're a drama. For the other couples... We have some pretty good ones to look out for. Um, we have Ariel and Biniam. Okay, they seem boring as hell. So boring, and at this moment, they don't interest me. Maybe they'll get more interesting as the season goes on. Ariella is pregnant, and Biniam, he's overseas. He's kind of had a similar story with, with one or two other women. It doesn't interest me yet, but I'm sure it could get better. Devin and Jihoon. I have a love-hate relationship with these people. Same thing. Uh, Devin, she seems to be a hard worker. I don't have a lot of negative stuff to say about Devin. I actually kind of like her. The problem I see with Devin is Jihoon. Jihoon, he's the same thing as uh, Tanya and Sinjin. Guy's lazy. He's extremely lazy. The guy is so lazy, he won't get a job. And he's older. He's in his 30s. And it's like, dude, you have a family now. 
And it's really annoying to see. And it's one of those kind of guys where I want to sit him down and just pat him on the back and say, you better go and get a job right now and start taking care of your family. It's annoying to see. And I want to have like a pep talk with this guy to get him moving in the right direction because you just cannot get through his head. But he needs to get a job needs to get a career, needs to start making some money. So that's annoying. But I think we will probably see a good amount of drama with them. But when it comes to just straight up real couples, okay, Brittany and Yazin, they aren't a real couple. Jihoon and Devin, yeah, they kind of are, I guess, kind of. Jenny and Sumit, kind of. Tanya and Sinjin, they are actually a real couple. So we have more real relationships this season. But I also think that we're going to be filled with some random good drama here and there. And then for the next series of Nine Day Fiance, Happily Ever After, that is pretty good too. A little bit more boring, but it's still pretty good. We have all this crap with Colton, Larissa, and yeah, that's just a mess. You know, we know now in present day, the lady that Colt was quote unquote dating, Jess, they aren't together anymore. She's with a new man. They broke up. And the infamous, you know, girl that Colt was kind of maybe fooling around with, this uh, Vanessa or Veronica, I think it's Vanessa, She, I think he's dating her. And I've heard rumors that she's pregnant with his baby. I don't know how in the hell true that is, but I've heard rumors. So don't quote me, but it could be true. So either way, they're not together. Larissa, I don't know where she stands in present day if she's with that Eric guy. But to be honest, I think he's gay. I do not think he is interested in women Maybe he's bisexual. I don't know. But he, of course, he could be straight. I really have no idea. But Larissa made a comment to some of her friends in the first episode that Eric, the problem with him was he doesn't have the same kind of a sex drive as Colt. Colt wanted to have sex, boom, 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 daily, couple times a day. And Eric never wanted to have sex with her, which he could just have a very low sex drive. But... He just seems like he's not very attracted to her, and they seem like they're more just friends than actual, like, intimate in a relationship. So maybe he just really wasn't attracted to her, and he does like women, just, you know, not Larissa. That's possible, but I wouldn't be shocked if he's either bisexual or gay. Angela and Michael are also on that season, Happily Ever After. Are they Happily Ever After? Well, they're a freaking mess of a couple, but... I do actually kind of like them. So I can't, you know, I don't have too much negativity on them. They're crazy. They're a mess. But, you know, all in all, I think if Michael ever can come to the States, I think they'd actually stay together. I think they do kind of love each other. They're weird as hell. They're bizarre. They're crazy. But I think they would make it work. So Angela and Michael, they'll be fine. Whatever. And I just made a big mistake and I put Tanya and Sinjin in the wrong group. They are not in... 90 Day Fiance the other way, obviously, because they are still in Connecticut. That doesn't even make any sense. They are unhappily ever after, of course, because they did get married, and now it's happily ever after. I'm shocked that Anna and Marcel didn't go on happily ever after. That is really strange. Maybe they weren't asked. They, they aren't on Pillow Talk either, so that's kind of weird. But anyway, so then we also have Kalani and Asuelu. Boring, kind of. I don't really love them. I think they're both also kind of lazy Kalani and Asuelu, um, yeah, they're just kind of there. Kalani likes to complain. Asuelu doesn't like to work. They kind of mesh. I can pretty much say if they don't have any kids, if they didn't have their kids, I should say, they would have never, ever, ever stayed together, I don't think. But they have two kids, so here they are. They're still together. Hopefully, they can make it work. And we also have Elizabeth and Andre, and yeah, they're okay 
you know, same thing with Andre, though. Very lazy, won't get a job. He just wants to mooch off Elizabeth's dad, which is annoying to see. So both new seasons of 90 Day Fiance, I will say, are filled with more real relationships and probably less real drama. I think the last season of 90 Day Fiance with the whole David and Ed and Jeffrey and baby girl Lisa, they're all wild cards. You never knew what to expect with any of them. And that's good and bad. I mean, it, it makes it more entertaining, but like I said earlier, they're not real couples. So it was kind of annoying, but also good to watch. This season, we have a lot of real couples, but a lot less drama, I think. We'll have to wait and see how it plays out. Hopefully, it'll be a good couple seasons, but we will have to wait. And last but not least, before I sign off today on this amazing podcast, if you guys are still here, God bless you guys for still listening. I love, love, love you guys so much. I just wanted to give one last quick shout out and a little update on what's going on on July 8th. For those of you guys that missed the announcement, I am going to be on a Married at First Sight kickoff special for the new season in New Orleans. Um, it's on July 8th on the channel Lifetime. So it's, you know, it was a blast to film. I know I can't really get into too many specifics of the filming and what, you know, because it hasn't aired yet, but after it airs, I can talk more about it. But it was just so freaking fun to film, you guys. I mean, a lot of you, I know a lot of you guys say, you should try to get on TV and blah, blah, blah. I don't want to, I don't want to toot my own horn per se, but I will say it just felt like it was just like so much fun and it was a freaking blast of a time. It was with Kevin Frazier. He hosted it. If you guys don't know who Kevin Frazier is, he's just a freaking rock star. I mean, he was just so unbelievably fun to work with and it was a long day's worth of work. And it was just a blast. I mean, it was so much fun. I'm a huge Married at First Sight fan. I don't know if you guys watch it or not. I know a lot of you guys do watch it. Some of you guys commented that you haven't watched it, but you're going to start watching it. And you're definitely going to watch this episode, which I would really appreciate. This episode, it's quarantine style. You know, we're all at home. But it was really fun. It was me and three other women. And then it was Kevin Frazier kind of quarterbacking and hosting the show and it was just a blast. He was, you know, just so nice and professional and cool and great to work with. And so were the other three women. And we just kind of had like I'm doing now a little banter back and forth, you know, four friends talking about the new season. And it was really fun. And I think it is going to actually be a really crazy season. For those of you that are Married at First Sight fans, I think it's going to be insane. The Married at First Sight TV team or whatever released like a 20-second sneak peek that I actually did not see when I filmed that little episode. So I did not know this was coming out. They released it on social media, and it was that one of the people on this show, before she even got married, you know, someone told her, I don't know who it was, if it was like a friend or a family, or but someone pieced together that, hey, this guy is also getting married at first sight to you. I did not know this. I did not see that clip, but they released it on social media, on Instagram, and oh my God. And the craziest thing is this woman that she ended up finding out that she was marrying this man, um, she goes, I know him and I have no interest in him. And the producer asked her, well, do you still want to marry him? And she said, you know, I don't know. And then, of course, it cut to freaking commercial breaks. Now we have to wait until like July, you know, 8th or the 15th even, I think, 
to see what happens. But it, I'm just excited. I think it's going to be a great season. Married to First Sight, I mean, come on. It's always a freaking unbelievable show. And how can you not like Married at First Sight? So this kickoff special, it's just me and the three others kind of analyzing the cast and the couples for this season. And it was a blast. I think you guys are going to love it. So the kickoff episode special is on the 8th. Then the first actual episode of the season is on the 15th, the Wednesday after. So it's Wednesday, I want to say at 9 o'clock on Lifetime. So if you guys, if you have a channel Lifetime, you're sitting around, you're bored, you want to watch something, I will be on that show. So check it out, watch it, let me know what you guys think. I would greatly appreciate the love and the support, but I just wanted to give you guys a heads up. No, I'm not getting married. I know I kind of worded it on Instagram and kind of even on YouTube, kind of weird that, hey, I might be getting married. No, 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 I'm not getting married. I'm 23. You know that, that, was, that was actually my joke for the year for 2020 was to get married. I thought it'd be a hilarious um, social experiment to see if I could do it for my YouTube channel, get find a woman and, and actually really go through it and get married and fall in love. And But shoot, I can't even barely even date. Now quarantine, you know, now quarantine's through and can't possibly meet someone. So I'm still... Single on the market, looking to mangle. If you don't, if you know anyone, I've met. I I really though sincerely have met some amazingly nice people through YouTube and just people I would love to meet in person one day. Some just so nice, supportive, awesome, positive people. But I'm still sitting here single, lonely and single. So anyway, on another note, let's wrap this one up today, guys. I uh, just wanted to say thank you guys so much for listening to this podcast. It's different for me doing podcasts, but I enjoy it. I'm going to try to do it weekly. Podcasts are still kind of tricky for me. I know a lot of you guys don't listen to podcasts. I've done a handful of interviews and I've posted it on my podcast, but so many of you guys were messaging me and commenting saying, I don't even know how to listen to a podcast, so just post it on YouTube. And I was like, well, I I get it, but the thing is with a podcast, like I was saying earlier, I can just freaking put my walls down and talk like I want to talk. I'm not going to sit here and swear and be all inappropriate, but I can say what's on my mind. Where on YouTube, I have to really beat around the bush, and that gets so annoying. I love YouTube to death. I freaking, you know, that's where I met all of you guys through YouTube, so I love YouTube, but... You know, it's nice to be able to just put my walls down, put my guard down and speak my own mind. So I will be doing this weekly. I don't know what day. I'm sorry. I guess we could maybe just shoot for like posting every Monday, maybe. This will probably go out on a Monday, I think. But I'm going to have to kind of play it by year and see when I can edit it. And then then I'll post it. And then it'll take like 24 hours to go live kind of deal. Podcasts are weird. I know. I'm sorry. But we can plan for a Monday. Every Monday will be a new podcast episode. And maybe if there's a better day, we can change it up in the future. But let's plan for Monday for now. And uh, let's keep in touch. I love y'all. Love y'all to death. Thank you so much for watching. If you haven't already subscribed to my podcast, make sure to subscribe. And also, if you haven't reviewed it, if you are on Apple Podcasts, if you want to review it, give me a big positive five-star review. I would, of course, greatly appreciate it. So guys, thank you so much for listening. Stay tuned for many more podcasts, many more rants, and many more interviews. Thank you so much for listening. I am Max, the Celeb Talk Guy, and have you guys self a great rest of your day.